Stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of <laughs> Are you <laughs> Welcome to Rapid Fire Chat. A podcast where we'll be interviewing devs and getting to know them beyond the screen. I'm Justin, a front-end developer in San Antonio. And I'm Laura, a full-stack developer also in San Antonio. All right. So, Laura, how was your day today? It was pretty good. How was yours? That was good. I don't yeah. think that's good. We gotta yeah. get have some give me some more content in there. <laughs> All right. What'd you do? Oh, we've recorded a podcast. I guess that's all we've done today. What how was your right. yesterday? My yesterday was good. I'm trying to think what I did yesterday. I've been going to a lot of meetups lately. Oh right. Meeting a ton of people. How was that? You were hacking? Yeah, the hacking. It was fun. Um it was like my first encounter with cybersecurity anything. And uh-huh. the guy giving the speech gave us a website where you like go and practice hacking. But in order to be able to sign up, instead of just like giving your email and password, you have to hack the site to get a code to get invited. So it was really cool because it was like a five-step thing. Wow. And like if you didn't know where to start, then you'd never get in. So it really is for like true hackers, you Uh know. So is this a white hat guy or is he currently hacking for a living? He hacks for a living. He teaches. He's a teacher. What else about him? But he does, he, do it, he does he do it for companies? Like, I don't feel like those guys come out for the woodworks. Honestly, I'm lying because I don't remember what he does. All, <laughs> <laughs> all I know is that he teaches this stuff and he also is a coach. Uh-huh. So he coaches um, basketball and volleyball and he's like super tall. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Is it is that benefit, you think? Hacker? Are you tall? T- I think so. I don't think so. I think I you want to so. be like small and sneaky. No, because I think you can like look deep into the depths of the oh, internet. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of to... overlook what's going on in the internet and just kind of like Is that is that how the internet works? Uh, that's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Tell me about your yesterday. Uh, what was my yesterday? I've had a lot of kid drama. Tell me, kid drama is always Oh, so yesterday was like the worst. So it like it never ended. So my just getting her to the car was all right. I had to carry her to the car though. I don't think she wanted to put shoes on, so I carried her barefoot to the, to the car. Always a problem. Yeah. And then I get her sit, seated, put the shoes on, and then she, instead of just jumping in her car seat like she's supposed to do, like I would, it would be like nice if she did that. <laughs> she didn't do that. She got up and ran. Oh, no. Onto the street? Like really close to the street. We don't have Ooh. sidewalks where I live. And so, and there's stray dogs. Right. The stray dog you talked about last time. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. I feel like we talked about this before. <laughs> but like, it was just a nonstop. It was all day of like a lot of screaming and and uh, grandparents giving ice cream mm. and then more screaming. <clears throat> hey, you, real quick, before we get started, while you're leaving an awesome rating and clicking on that subscribe button on iTunes or whatever it is. I know you've got some interesting questions you'd love to hear our guests answer. So head over to our Facebook page and leave those questions in the comments. Also, feel free to say hi to each other while you're there. We're all pretty friendly. On today's podcast, we have Andre with us, where he'll be sharing his story about his career change. There's bed bugs and bed bug sniffing dogs. There's horseshoes and giving $1,000 to strangers. And when you do all of that, you get a job within four months. Yeah. His key was, well, we'll let you tell him. We'll let him tell you. (laughs) It gave Laura chills. (laughs) It did. 
Like, tell us, how, tell us the, your life story. The, how did it? The path to become a programmer. Um, yeah, well, I mean. Uh, um, so once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> once upon a time, I was born in Soviet Union. It was bleak times. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's fascinating that um, the United States, like, give you these opportunities. Um, and, you know, I came to the United States, when I, like, permanently when I was twenty. 20 or something i had like 500 dollars with mm. me that's it that's wow like i don't have education here i don't have like parents here or anything so that was like my start um i did speak good english at that point already so uh that was that was huge but um but anyway so i started i had a summer job in the hotel because like that's where i ended up in in the united states and it's very easy to find like a summer job mm. um so i was like waiting tables and and then I worked as like as a front desk clerk at a hotel, and then it kind of became like a career for some reason, um, without like me planning on it. But you know, uh, I got promoted to like a supervisor. Then I was like a front desk manager, and I did like a rental office for a little bit. So anyway, so it kind of became my career all of a sudden, and and life was good. Um, but then I was like, I don't know if I want to do this for the rest of my life. But that was like 12 years later. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> so when I was 32, I was trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up and stuff. And um, so um, the reason why this idea came to me, I, I was going between a bunch of different places. Like I wanted to be a dog trainer and a dolphin trainer or whatever, <laughs> all kinds of different Wait, things. How did, how did that come about? Um, I've always had dogs. I'm pretty good at like handling dogs. So I thought like that would be cool. And uh, I was trying to get a job with this pest control company. So they do bed bug detecting dogs. Mm. Oh, cool. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's fascinating because I was in the hotel. Like, we worked with that company a lot. Mm -hmm. And I watched, like, those handlers come in and do bed bug detection and stuff with dogs. And I was like, this looks like such a cool job. Like, you get to work with the dog all, <laughs> uh -huh. all the time. I want to do that. Uh -huh. And then as I started looking into it, I was like, I don't know if I can do it. Um, those dogs, they're, like, work animals. Mm -hmm. You can't treat them as pets. They're confined most of the time. Whoa. Um, not like, but like they're usually created. Mm -hmm. You're not right. like, you can't hang out with them watching TV on the couch or play fetch with them or whatever because that work that they do for bed bug detection, that is like the highlight of their day. That right. is like their drive, their biggest thing. Yeah. Because, you know, if you play ball with them or whatever, they might find that more fun than looking for bed bugs. So mm -hmm. it's like they're always in like work mode. It's either work mode or they're like not working. That's sad, but I guess, I mean, they just weren't ever trained to be pets. Yeah, they're not yeah. pets. They're like horses on the farm or whatever. But they um, might be happier because I feel like Oh, they have, like, super structure in their life. Yeah. They have purpose. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. those dogs are not, like, abused or anything. Right. But me growing up with, like, pet dogs, I'm like, I wouldn't be able to hang out with my dog <laughs> on the couch knowing the poor work dog in the garage in the crate just sitting there. I don't know. It would feel so terrible. Yeah. Even when they go for walks, it's more, like, just to get a uh, workout, but they're not allowed to, like, lounge around and just sniff for hours and stuff. Because, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so, anyway... Um, so that was a no-go for me. <laughs> um, but any, anyway, so to fast forward, um, uh, I had two separate board game groups at the time. And one guy uh, was a professional like musician. He was learning to code through this Thinkful book, book camp. Um, and, and, and kind of blew my mind. I was like, wait, you can do that? You don't have to go to school for that? Like, mm -hmm. do you know how to do that? He's like, no, but I'm going to learn. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then... Um, in another board game group, I had a I have a re really good friend. His name's Dan, and he was an ex-Marine. 
And uh, so he's going to actual university, like the army or whatever is like paying for it. So that was working out really well. But he was also at that time, like four years older than me, because I was already thinking like, maybe I'm like too old to do all of this stuff. So that kind of inspired me. was like, aren't you like too old? <laughs> whatever. Right, right. He's, like, he's like, no, it's fine. And I was like, okay. So I started kind of looking into it. I started learning on my own. It was kind of going really slow. And my, my biggest, my, so my lowest point uh, where I was like, okay, I have to do this. Because I would just dabble and be like, oh, someday I want to do it. And I remember I was, uh, so I always had like a second job of like waiting tables because it's like a lot of money for like very little hours. So I was at this uh, a restaurant waiting tables and it was the 4th of July of t- 2015. And uh, it, like the fireworks, so I was working the July 4th shift, the night shift, and my wife was like home and... <laughs> And uh, the fireworks came on, so they turned the lights off in the restaurant. Everybody, like, uh, all the patrons, like, poured to, like, the deck and the windows and were looking. And I remember I'm, like, standing in the kitchen looking through this freaking firework out of, like, this tiny window. (laughs) And I'm, like, what am I doing? Why am I not, like, with my wife right now? I'm, like, I'm losing. Like, this is, like, I'm missing out on what's, like, really Mm -hmm. important. And uh, I finished my shift and I I was, like, leaving. I was, like, I'm I'm done. I quit. And oh wow! Just like that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm done. I'm not coming back here. And uh, and my my boss was like super super upset, but she's like, just come back anytime. It's fine. And uh, so anyway, so I come home and I tell my wife, I was like, next year, we're not living in Ocean City. I'm not waiting tables. I'm not working in a hotel. And uh, our summers are going to be totally free, and we'll be coming to Ocean City on weekends to like as tourists. Mm. And she's like, "Okay." I got chills just now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like such a like a like because I got a strong enough reason why. You know, you you find a way, you make a way at that point. And um, was Tony Robbins in your life at that? No, point? no, no, it wasn't. But like thinking back, it was mm-hmm. like such a natural breakthrough moment. Right. Um, yeah, it was it was it was kind of. Uh, it was like pretty pretty emotional for me, like inside with all of this, like um, with all this going on, and um, and the reason why like I wanted our summers to be free is because it was a resort town, so I would work like 70, 80 hours mm-hmm. a week in the summer, uh, and I would miss out on all summers for twelve years, right. and then I would have a ton of time in the winter. Um, but um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. But um, so so I wanted for our summers to be free. Um, so anyway, so I, I started kind of, I quit, you know, I quit the job. I started like learning on my own at night and it was going like kind of slow, but I was like, I got to find a way to do this, find a way to do this. And then I found a blog of this guy online. Um, his name's Josh Kemp and he is an ex, um, not a blacksmith. Um, like I, I forgot that there's like a word for his profession. He used to like shoe horses. Mm. There's like a word for that. Mm-hmm. That's like what you do. So he was the ex, that person who was like shoeing horses for the living. And then he became a programmer. And uh, oh, wow. yeah, and he started his own coaching program, like how to help people do that. And uh, so he has like a little self-published book on Amazon, which I bought and I like blew through it in like an hour. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then I go on the site and then he was offering coaching. He was like very early in his coaching um, career and he was charging like $1,000. And he was like, for $1,000, I'll help you find a job in, 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 as a software developer if you're switching careers you don't need a boot camp you only need me and mm-hmm. you'll have a job in like five months 
I'm like, that's, exactly that's what you awesome. Needed. So I come home and I tell my wife, I was like, okay, I found a way to do this. I found some guy on the internet and I paid him a thousand dollars. He's like, you did what now? I'm like, I was like, I know it sounds bad, but like, trust me, you're just coming in cold into this. I thought about this a lot. I've been thinking about this since lunch. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, and that was like the best thing I've ever done. It was, it was awesome. Um, I had a job in four months. Um, oh, wow. And uh, like uh, I, I mentioned um, earlier, he, he wasn't like helping me much as far as like programming early on he was, um, but he was mostly talking about like how to actually find a job. So the goal was not to learn programming. The, the goal was like to find a job mm -hmm. and then at a job you'll learn programming. Mm -hmm. Which I think is pretty smart. Like if, cause I think a lot of people don't realize that is you learn a lot still on the job right. and you just need to get to a certain level and a certain like level of confidence too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like for, uh, and uh, so I have a talk that I gave at meetup like three times, I think um, it was called, uh, my journey to cold, uh, my journey to code from hotel manager to software developer, um, and and the, like a lot of people like really uh, like that talk and stuff. So I, I think it's like an interesting story, and it's uh, can be like inspiring to people because it's uh, there's so many people who are trying to do this now to switch careers, and mm -hmm. it's 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 a lot tougher now I think because there's so many boot camps, they're right. pumping out so many new developers, and so they're all competing among themselves, and most of them don't have anything uh, that makes them stand out above yeah. the other hundred people. Uh, they're yeah, all I think from the boot camp. They'll have these three projects, mm -hmm. the blog or whatever to do list, and you know stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think like self-taught route there's definitely like a lot of blanks in my knowledge and, and gaps and stuff but um it's it you know like if somebody wants to go self-taught route it can be uh, an advantage because it it, it makes you at, le at least different from everybody else with no experience because mm -hmm. um, it's like a oh, boot camp boot camp boot camp it's yeah. like oh self-taught um all right We're out of time that was quick that was quick yeah it felt easy Cool. Justin, what did you think of Andre's story? Um, I think it was very enlightening um, about the way that he brought himself up. So he saw that there was something he didn't like about his life, and then he made some drastic choices, like drastic changes in his life to get to where he wanted to be. I feel like sometimes in, uh, I guess a lot of us, like we get stuck doing our day-to-day -day grind, mm -hmm. and we don't see that there's an out, you know? Yeah, and I, I have to agree with that. Um, I like that it's, a, yeah, like maybe a typical quote-unquote success story mm. uh, because it was like I hated something, I decided to change, and I changed it. Um, but what I liked about what he said is that he gave himself a timeline, and he was like strict on himself. Like he gave a stranger $1,000. <laughs> that could have gone really badly, but luckily it worked for him. Um, but things that like... But I don't know if it would have gone bad for him, though. Like, he, he made that step. Right. So, like, even if this guy, Josh Kemp, Josh Kemp Kemp, if he, the shoe, what yeah. was he, the horseshoe the maker? The horseshoe guy. <laughs> That's right. He wasn't playing horseshoes, right? No. Okay. Um, that guy, if, if he didn't work out, I feel like he was already on that path, right? So, he already knew that I want to do this. I'll figure out another way to do it even if this one route didn't work out. Right, right. That's true. I mean, he would have been successful either way. I, I guess what I'm saying is that 
it's a good thing that the stranger <laughs> ended up being also like helpful, right? Mm-hmm. So the money worked out. Um, but yeah, just giving himself, like you're saying, like actually committing to it and giving himself that deadline saying within a year, I'm not going to move here. And it wasn't even like within a year, I'm going to be a developer. It's just within a year, I'm going to take myself out of the situation that I'm currently in, yeah. which is what I want to change. Yeah, and it was so um, like cinematic with the fireworks on the July 4th and him going to his wife and saying, I gave this stranger $1,000. You know, it was, yeah, it felt very movie-like. I re- yeah, I really like that because it did feel like a movie. Um, and I can see it, like this little diner next to the beach. Everyone's having a great yeah. time and he's just stressed in there and like, ah, I'm out. Um, and it's this like beautiful environment right. that he's living in. He's like soaked in it, but he's not enjoying it anymore. Right. No, yeah, I really like that. Um, and the Soviet Union, like the transition, was good. Yeah, cinematic. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. So join us on Monday. We're gonna have another guest with more questions and a story on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Subscribe. Yes. Don't forget to subscribe, and you can rate us and leave comments and all the good stuff on iTunes, and. If you're looking to learn more about our podcast or talk to other listeners, um, feel free to check out our Facebook page. Yeah. And if you leave a comment in your rating, leave a comment with a question and then we'll ask that question. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was very loud. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry.